It's Thursday, October 6, 2016. Being safe in the world, not only with a strong military, but also strong alliances to battle terrorism and climate change. If you blinked, you missed it. Climate change shut out again at the vice presidential debate. All revenues generated under this system will stay in the province or territory where they are generated. Canada to establish a national carbon tax. New study warns the world is rapidly using up its carbon budget. Plus... Today's a historic day in the fight to protect our planet for future generations. Global Paris Agreement surges over the finish line before the U.S. presidential election. And not a moment too soon. All of those stories and more straight ahead. From bradblog.com, I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyen. Stand by for six minutes of independent green news, politics, analysis, and... Snarky comment. Ending the war on coal. A war on coal and the war on coal. More of the same war on coal and the war on coal. If you keep saying it enough, Mike Pence, it might be true. Just like all your other lies, this is your Green News Report. Okay, Desi Doyen, as another major hurricane, Hurricane Matthew, bears down on the U.S., we're reminded again how important all of the other issues we're covering on today's Green News Report actually are. Yes, Hurricane Matthew is churning its way toward the U.S. after killing at least 108 people overall in the Caribbean. In the United States, states of emergency and evacuations are underway in Florida, Georgia, North Carolina, and South Carolina as Matthew heads up the eastern seaboard and it's forecast to bring torrential rain and dangerous storm surge. So stay safe out there. Meanwhile, another shutout for climate change in the one and only vice presidential debate of the 2016 election held at Longwood University in Virginia on Tuesday. CBS moderator Elaine Quijano had lots of questions about foreign policy and national security for the Democratic vice presidential candidate Virginia Senator Tim Kaine and the Republican vice presidential nominee Indiana Governor Mike Pence. But nothing on the U.S. military's warning that climate change is a threat to national security or the fact that America Americans are much more likely to be killed by climate change impacts than by domestic terrorism. Mm. This despite the stark differences between the nominees. Kane accepts climate science. Pence is a climate change denier. But, however, there was a bit of talk on energy. Ending the war on coal, it is hurting jobs and hurting this economy, even here in Virginia. More regulation, uh, a war on coal, and the war on coal. More regulation, more of the same war on coal, and the war on coal. We invest in manufacturing and infrastructure and research in the clean energy jobs of tomorrow. And that was it. That was it. Guess it doesn't matter. Look out for those terrorists. Meanwhile, some good news for the planet. Today, the world meets the moment. That was President Obama on Wednesday announcing that the European Union has collectively ratified the historic United Nations Paris Climate Agreement, the international accord to cut global emissions that cause dangerous global warming. That vote pushes the accord over the final threshold requirement of ratification by 55 countries representing at least 55 percent of global emissions. The Paris Agreement now goes into effect 30 days after ratification at the next U.N. Climate Summit in Morocco on November 7th. That's one day before the U.S. presidential election. The speedy ratification in just 10 months reflects international fear of a Donald Trump presidency. So now no country can withdraw from the agreement for four years. But a Trump presidency could undermine and sabotage it. So it isn't exactly Trump proof, but it is Trump and Republican resistant. (laughs) 
President Obama acknowledged that the Paris Agreement is not enough. The Paris Agreement alone will not solve the climate crisis. Even if we meet every target embodied in the agreement, we'll only get to part of where we need to go. But make no mistake, this agreement will help delay or avoid some of the worst consequences of climate change. Obama also said it will help send a signal that this is where the world is going and that will help unleash innovation. More good news. Canada's Prime Minister Justin Trudeau announced a nationwide carbon tax this week. The government proposes that the price on carbon pollution should start at a minimum of $10 per ton in 2018. All revenues generated under this system will stay in the province or territory where they are generated. Canada's provinces can either join up or create their own cap-and-trade emissions systems. Oil-producing provinces are not happy. Oh well, life happens. Finally, these big climate policy changes are helpful, but a new study warns the world is rapidly using up what's left of the carbon budget. That's the amount of carbon dioxide that scientists estimate can be emitted without overshooting the target in the Paris Agreement of keeping global temperatures from rising more than 2 degrees Celsius above pre-industrial times. Impacts are projected to be severe even with the two degrees Celsius limit, but above two degrees is said to be, as the World Bank puts it, quote, incompatible with human civilization. And here you had all that good news. You had to go and ruin it at the end. For much more on all of these stories and the ones we couldn't get to, check out our website at greennews.bradblog.com. Find us, follow us, and spread the word via Facebooks and the Twitters at Green News Report. I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyen. And this has been your Green News Report. <laughs>